everybody, it's Aldo Gandhi, and I just want to let you know really quickly that our swag shop is reopened. DeepDishTees.com is where you go, and that's Tees with T-E-E-S. Clever name, guys. They're the new home of our merchandise. You can get t-shirts, you can get caps, you can get coffee mugs, you can get hoodies, you can get all sorts of good stuff, and you'll help out the bar room with the purchase. So head over to DeepDishTees.com. Some may find the following disturbing. Discretion is advised. Barflies, welcome to the Barfly Tailgate Show. I'm waiting for that little screen to go. Yeah, just keep talking. Ah, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> it's live. It's done by Barflies. Four Barflies and all the other Bears fans out there. Um, yeah, so it's back to Soldier's Field today. Um, you know, probably another <laughs> fucking beat down. Uh, or not today. Sorry, tomorrow. Uh, probably another. Uh, you know, little go at it. Um, and. Uh, it's been fucking miserable, boys. Um, but whatever, we're here to kind of uh, talk about our our shared misery and and <laughs> everything else that everybody else fucking hates, and and we'll go from there. So let me start it off with Mister Badge of Honor, Ryan Badgley Badge. What's up, dude? Yo, what's up, Bobby? Uh, it's just funny, man. Uh, you know, hearing you know the way it started off. Um, to me, it was funny based on our conversations Friday night, man. I, I think both of yeah. us are to the point with this team, dude, that, uh, I mean, you know, to sit there on, on Monday night last week or Sunday night, whenever, that's how much I don't give a fuck. I can't even remember the day. Uh, you know, to see this team come out now, they haven't scored 30 points all year and put 30 points up in the first half. You should be like, oh, my gosh, hey, maybe they figured something out come on, we're all smart enough. We all recognize that it's Matt Nagy still running this team. I went to bed in the, you know, as the third quarter was starting and I knew, I knew I I lost no sleep. I knew what was going to transpire. Um, You know, I was telling Chris as we came on this morning that man, I, I fucking got up. I did my normal routine 
And it was damn near 9 30, 10 o'clock before I even went and looked at the score. That's how much I'm just to the point that none of this surprises me. I mean, yeah. it, uh, yay, what a win a first half. Woohoo! <laughs> it's like fucking kindergartners. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you learned the alphabet. Yay! Now, hopefully 95% of them will graduate from high school. But you've got still got that 5% that (laughs) if they couldn't get the alphabet, then chances are, you know, it's not going to bode well for them. This Matt Nagy has yet to produce an offense that's put together an entire game. And I don't even I shouldn't even just say offense, a team, a fucking team, a fucking team. I'm Billy Bob fucking team (laughs) hasn't put together a team that's played an entire game in his whole tenure and in, in his entire freaking tenure here. And to me, I, I don't want to hear it. Whoa. Okay. And then they shit down their leg in the second half. I'm tired. I'm sick of fucking talking about this fucking team. And I'm going to take a back seat and let some other guys talk about it for a while. <laughs> what an introduction. I mean, I was just saying good morning, motherfucker. I didn't ask you. <laughs> no, no, I didn't ask you, yeah. Yeah. I didn't ask you to give good me morning. the last four years of fucking football. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Next, we got Mr. Chris Watson. You know, a special guest. He's here again. Chris, what's up, brother? How Hi. you doing? I'm doing good, mate. Doing good. It's a pleasure to be back on the show again. I can't believe you've uh, asked me back after last week, so I'm really happy. <laughs> You're always welcome back, man. Always welcome. Cheers, and then last cheers. but not least, jumping in the room, we got the Bearded Bears fan, Mr. Aaron Current. What's up, AC? What's going on, fellas? Uh, we, we got a ton to talk about, man, from um, you know Collinsworth, Goblin, uh, Rogers Knob to um, – fucking uh covid coming back like uh, like it's cam newton talking about i'm back and then uh <laughs> you know urban meyer kicking his players and then getting kicked out of town and uh and of course the bears <laughs> yeah everything but the offense and the bears we got to talk i mean you know, I mean, hey, if you guys Bears special teams showed up, man, we oh, ain't yeah. seen that in years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd they, rather talk about they were like this. Remember, they were like this during the game. We're all texting each other and and uh, um, we'll get into it later. But during the game last week, we're all texting each other. And damn, it was a straight roller coaster. The whole fucking thing. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, look at that. Oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, go. Yeah. Like, it was just. <laughs> It was just a straight roller coaster, and Bad Badge's stock was was plummeting, and then back shoot skyrocketed <laughs> again, and then plummeted again. But yeah, we'll get back. I mean, I don't think first. Okay, cool. First half was good, right? Uh, it wasn't Nagy's offense; it was more so special teams. Um, but then we found a way to do something good, do something bad. You know, do something good, fucking shit it away again. Um, it's kind of just the, the back and forth, right? I mean, we, for some reason, I want to say it was inside the five, we decided to kick a field goal against the fucking Packers, which was stupid, was something, one of the first things I texted these guys, like, fuck it, your offense hasn't worked all year. Yeah. You, you got down here inside the five against the Packers, just fucking go for it. Um, we punted then, it on like the first the first drive at like the forty. We punted. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, and he did go for that fourth and eleven at that fourth and inches as well later on. Yeah, 
At the end, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems Sorry, like – uh, Yeah, go ahead. But, I mean, I will say this for the players, though, man. They haven't quit. I mean, Badge got on here last yeah. week and was talking about Jakeem Grant, you know, talking about how he ain't done shit. And then the next thing you know, he comes out, he's got that little shovel pass reverse, and he takes a 97-yard punt, which apparently was a Bears record. So, uh, I mean, we had what? the How? best. I, I saw that online this week that that was a Bears record that, for 97 I mean, yard punt return. That has to be wrong. I mean, I've, I was at, I was at like three fucking games where Hester did it. Oh, no, I guess that was a field goal that came back 99 yards. The one I seen in, in New York. Um, yeah, that was a missed that field, was a goal. Box field goal that came back 99. Was the other one a field goal, too? I know Nathan Vasher's big return was a missed field goal that he took back. That was and I thought Niners. he returned one ninety-eight yards against the Vikings. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I on a punt, maybe on a punt standpoint. I didn't it, I didn't check my sources. I'm sorry. I just yeah, I, you I saw that and I was like, oh, shit. motherfucker came in and said the internet is my source. Jesus, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Facebook. It's got to be true, right? That's well, right. <laughs> yeah, totally right. Everything you read on the internet is true. <laughs> Yeah, Brummy Bear said that Hester's returned out. Yeah, it was a field goal. Um, I remember when that shit, that game, dude. I mean, I, let me just talk about something that was nice for once. That game, all the Giants fans start clearing out after the Bears are winning, and I'm going around. Like, they were talking shit all game. And I'm going around slapping chairs. Like, there used to be a Giants fan here. There was one here. There's still one right here. Fucking, there used to be one here. Like, oh, man, it was funny. Um, all after that fucking part return. But anyway, that whole – so the punt return, yeah, then the second half, right, we come out and just fucking shit down our leg. And I know you said, like, a lot of the players haven't given up, but I didn't pull the audio or anything. I'm sure you guys heard, though. Um, Jalen Johnson on uh, Bleacher – I think it was Bleacher Report. No, uh, it was, no, it was uh, uh, Red Line Radio, I think. Yeah, it was uh, Barstool. Um Comes out and says the locker room oh, is divided. Yeah. Comes out and says basically the locker room is divided. We got half the players that are just quitting. They're tapping. They're making business decisions for next year. They know that they're out of the playoffs. They know that this offense sucks. Um, and they're making business decisions to ensure that their health is there next year. Um, I mean, he didn't say any names, but he said, yeah, there's definitely dudes that are kind of calling it a day. They're fucking wrapping it up and and whatever. What do you think about those comments, Badge? Um, I mean, I quit like five weeks ago, so I'm surprised they lasted this long. I mean, fuck. I mean, I knew when they brought this fucking dipshit back last season, what this was going to be. I mean, there, you, you know, as, as a sports fan for your team, there's always hope. Yeah, there's hope that it's, but you, you knew right away. I mean, we've been there. We've done it. We've seen this before. I, fuck somebody else. Talk about it. <laughs> It's gonna be a very short show, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking more about the players. The players stepping out. I guess. Like, oh well, good for them. I, I'm surprised. Like I said, I surprised they. I'm surprised they lasted this long. I would have fucking tapped out after week one if I were some of these guys, especially the offensive guys. Like the defensive guys, you know, some of them have been around Sean Desai. They, you know, they they like Sean Desai. You know, some of them is, have learned directly under him. The offensive guys, 
if they've been here, they they knew what they were getting into. You know, they they knew they knew that this offense wasn't going to be shit. You know, I mean, how how could you not? What you you've seen the product, especially if you're a guy that's been in it since it got here, and you heard it was going to take three years to fully learn the offense. Well, it's fucking year four. There's guys that should know it inside and out, and we still can't execute. So yeah. those fucking guys, they knew, they fucking knew, but they're getting paid. It's their job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is. It's it's an embarrassment. You know, I mean, for the players, I could see players just like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, what are, what I, are we I doing think that's here? What I, thought, but I think it's second half. It didn't say much for the team to start falling apart, did it? And I think that's yeah. sort of a bit of a side as well about what you were saying, Bobby, about players giving up on the, on the team because – you know, we were actually in the lead, you know, at the end of the first half. And as soon as Green Bay got going, the team just fell mm-hmm. apart like a deck of cards in my eyes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was like all the wind just took – all they had to do yeah. was make make one drive, and then the wind was out of the sails. And it was like, you know what, screw it, fuck it. Yeah. We, we knew this was going to happen. And the players just – I guess uh, Roquan has been pretty vocal about this. And um, – and, I mean, I'm not going to call out any players for doing it because I don't know who's doing it, but I could see and understand that they're, like, fucking frustrated. And, I mean, pretty soon it's just going to be fucking anarchy. Um, He's already lost the locker room. He has to, right? He has to have lost the locker room. Like, who's – yeah. And then even this week with everybody in COVID protocols, every fucking coach, every Mm -hmm. assistant, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator – and the special teams coordinator are all in COVID protocols right now. So I don't even know what the fuck happens on yeah. I mean, they might uh-huh. they might come out today. There's it's potential that they could be released from it today, but um tomorrow going into tomorrow, what the fuck is Nagy gonna do? I mean this well, dude can't I, I do anything a, right to begin with. Right. Go ahead. I, I saw a tweet that said that they uh back like the backup coaches, if they're not able to get off COVID protocols, is uh D Filippo at OC, Mike Petten at DC, and then a guy I'd never even heard of as a special teams coordinator. I guess he's the assistant special teams coordinator, so that's probably why I've never heard of him because he's the backup to the backup, you know. And uh so I mean I guess they have a plan in place, but the injuries are I mean, the COVID is is really going to hinder us in this game. Um, I worry about – I mean, it it never came out, but as soon as I saw Andy Dalton had it, I was worried about Justin and Nick getting it because we've seen it before. I think we saw it last year in Denver when they had to run a wide receiver at quarterback because one of their guys caught it and then the other two quarterbacks were close contact. Um, But nothing's came out saying that Justin's got it, so that's – a positive uh we'll at least get to see him us as bears fans we're pretty much looking for i I don't know what badge is looking for i guess he's watching christmas movies but the rest of us are kind of watching individual performances and seeing what we see for the future um guys like jalen johnson and guys like roquan and you know mooney didn't look great you know Uh, you got to see what you got there jakeem grant had his big game I did want to but talk everybody about. Everybody was riding fucking Mooney's dick two weeks ago. Oh, he's know. the number one. Fuck Allen Robinson, man. No way, man. Drop too many passes. But he didn't fucking show up. 
as he's done multiple times this season. Fucking get out of here. This fucking team ain't shit. When is everybody going to realize it? They fucking don't give a fuck. Holy hell. It's fucking sickening. I'm sorry. I just, I can't. (laughs) What fucking positives? There's none. These fucking offensive guys aren't going to be playing in this shitty system next year. They're not. The defensive guys aren't going to be playing in the defense next year. It nothing matters. It you know it's yes it's good to see a young player like Justin Fields have some success. I don't even want him on the fucking field with these guys. You you've seen that they don't care what if he gets hurt or not. Like it it, it just I, the season's fucking done. It's over. There's zero to play for for these guys, unless they're a free agent, they've got a chance to put something on tape to hopefully it. I mean, it would probably be a dream for some of these guys to get away from this fucking team and this organization, you know, for some of these guys, I mean, you heard, you hear Akeem Hicks say, Oh, I love Chicago. I would come back, you know, blah, blah, blah. Why look what the, you, 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 it started out so high for, for, for this, for this group. Super Bowl aspirations. I mean, we're the fucking bottom of the barrel. We're at the bottom. There's, well, I mean, fuck. What else is, how low can it go? Uh, You know, I mean, everybody shits on the Lions, but at least they fight every week. This team shows up for a half. The Lions. I think the Lions have a better. Isn't the Lions have a better rated offense than us? I haven't looked. I'm in a while. sure that everybody I'm has sure better. They do. We're I think we're thirty. I'm sure. Yeah, 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 we're like thirty-two. And I mean, um, going into like this week, and I was just me and Badge and Chris were just talking about this beforehand. Um, even though everybody's like, "Oh, well, Minnesota, this, Minnesota, that." Minnesota's got that third. They're third ranked overall offense in the league. Third. They got crazy yeah. weapons, man. I mean, yeah, they yeah. got. Uh, uh, Jefferson and I don't know if Thielen's going to play or not. If if he doesn't play, that helps us out. But Jefferson's. I a think I saw him ruled out, um this morning. AC. That oh, yeah. sounded like Thielen was out. Yeah. It was something with his damn Achilles or something, right? Yeah, I thought it was like, an ankle. They injury. said ankle, but yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I've but I mean, either way, team, so I'll have to. Yeah, that's what I was, that. <laughs> I was doing the same thing. I was just looking at it like, wait a minute. Let's see where he's there or why he's out. But um, either way, oh, there's Don. Don Bird, Detroit versus everybody. Um, so I'm done. Keep believing. Man, you give him that. That's, yeah. that's just how much, you know. I think, yeah, I mean, let's, let's move back for a second, though. I think the whole spirits of all this, of Chicago, is out of this team right now. And I get, um, I think – Maybe Torian said it earlier. Maybe it was maybe it was King Pookie, but somebody was like, you know, you can't just, you know, or whatever they said something about once a Bears fan, or or you can't just give up on your team. It's not giving up. It's kind of just like accepting empathy, empathy. Yeah, and and you're just accepting the fact that this is who we are, right? It's yeah. it's not being a fucking homer. It's not any of that shit. Yeah, of course. Do you want to see the players do well? Yeah, but. You know what? I mean, year after fucking year, this shit happens, and we go to straight fucking shit, and we get lucky. <laughs> there hasn't been a sustainable team on either side of the ball. I don't even care if you go back to fucking Erlacher and them. This there hasn't been a sustainable winning season. There's no fucking 
like, okay, build on this, build on that, build. Like, we don't fucking do any of that. The, the whole, it's like we get a lucky year, we get a flash in the pan year. Next year, we come back, all the same weapons. Like, oh, here we go. It's fucking 100 year, baby. We're going to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> like, yep. sit the fuck down. You guys ain't shit. Like, you and your fucking trick play offenses, that's how you get downfield with. Oh, what's going to be – what's the name of the special play this week? Oh, it's Santa Slay. That's how we do it. Like, <laughs> oh, the fuck out of here, man. Like, there's nothing sustainable about any of this. I think – I honestly yeah. think fucking everybody in that building should just be fucking shit can. Shit can Boom. And I was telling Bash the other day – You're fired. You're yeah. fired. You're fired. I mean, all the way at the top. You got you to get rid of – I mean, you got to get rid of Teddy and everybody. I mean – Yeah. Fuck them I, all, dude. Right, yeah, yeah, because they've shown the the inability to build. They've shown the inability to hire the correct people, the football guys, to build a yeah. team. And that's that. Yeah, I'm at that point now. Yeah, fire fucking all of them. I mean, get yep. rid of them. I was looking and, for a uh, gif, and I don't, I don't know why. I thought I seen one before, and I don't even know what movie it would be from. But it was like an old woman in a wheelchair, like with a shotgun. Fucking like that should be Virginia. That she should just be fucking rolling by everybody's office, like fucking just taking them all out. Like get the fuck out of here. Um, and I don't, much, I don't. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry, Bobby. Uh, how much sort of day-to-day influence do you think she actually has? Is he just thinking it's just a? Uh, right, I don't. You know, I don't even Sorry, think Bobby. she wipes her own ass anymore. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. I don't think she has an influence, but I just would love somebody's got to do it, right? Oh, yeah, somebody's, you're right. Somebody's got to come through and just and, – and every year you get, like, these little comments towards the end of the year, right? Um, like, this year they're like, well, he's going <coughs> to – sorry, he's going to back off of football operations. Right. The last year you said he wasn't in football operations. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. But last year he said he had nothing to do with it. Have nothing to do. I have a meeting with the fucking GM at the end of every year or at the end of every week or whatever, just to see where we're at and how things are going. But I'm not into football operations. Get the fuck out of here. Like I wish we'd have a meeting with the GM. I mean, we don't even see the guy. He comes out and he does one interview before the season with Hogan Johns, and then you don't see his ass until draft night. I think that's what what gets like the fans quite angry is the lack of communication. You know, know, especially like because it it must be turmoil up at Howard's Hall at the moment between you know front front office, the coaches, and and the players, and you never because that's going on. People just want to. See that there's some sort of direction going for the club, or somebody's right. actually going to make a decision. What's going to we think? Right, we're going that way. And I think with a lack of communication, we get us fans who start thinking about all these different things and what cost, what could happen, and all this sort of thing. And I think that's what frustrates a lot of us. Does frustrate me anyway? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you think... see the potential. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you see that's the, right, yeah. It's, it's that fucking relationship, man. It's like a relationship with a fucking druggie. You see the potential and everything. You're like, you know, hey, and then that motherfucker robs your mother, you know, and then you're chasing this bitch through the middle of the street. Hey, babe, I love you. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, but it's just like, it's like, what the fuck, man? It's, it's the beaten dog syndrome. It's the yeah. want to have belief, want to have faith in something that you've loved for so long, but eventually you just, Need to like sit back and be like, man, this shit ain't good for me, you know? Like, fuck, man. Did somebody take the Pace and Nagy presser and George and Ted from last year where they used collaborate 50 times and make it into a song? Because if they didn't, they should. 
and it should be uh, Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby because you can just <laughs> kick it with, all right, stop, collaborate, and, and you can just go from there. And totally fucking like that's to the point I'm at is yo, we I would just rather need... spend time dr- doing that. <laughs> yo, you gotta just send that part. To, all right, stop. Just send yeah. it to Hog- send it to Hogan Johns and tell him when Nagy gets to the podium and he begins to talk. <laughs> just fucking hold it up and play like goddamn yeah. on a boombox. All right, boom stop. Where's Brummy Brummy Bear? Where are you at? You're where's Brummy Bear at? Is he? I wonder... where's... Did what you guys see it? the Jalen Johnson and Matt Nagy comments though? Jalen Johnson was like, "Yeah, they uh, they did a good job <laughs> moving Devontae Adams around and getting him open." And then Nagy was like, "No, they didn't. They didn't do anything different." And then yeah, the yeah. statistics showed that, and we saw that the the that Jalen Johnson was correct. Like, yeah. How, so that's was, yeah. That was another thing that was like. Uh, Nagy said that there were no halftime adjustments, and then Jalen Johnson's like, "Well, they came out, and made all these fucking adjustments, and <laughs> and not, and then they're like, they're like battling back and forth, yeah. not back and forth, but whatever, <laughs> yeah." And uh, and and like AC said, if you go back and watch, it's correct. They move Adams to the slot so that he's not one v one with fucking Johnson on the outside, but. I think what Nagy meant to say was we didn't make any halftime adjustments. Right, right. You know, yeah. like, like, oh, we didn't do shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, Tori and I seen that. I seen that yesterday. Yeah, I did too. I'm sure yeah, AC seen it Nagy too. Yeah. 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 Oh, so Brummy's in in, uh, in the UK. I just yeah. – because he, he kept saying, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to watch today. And I was like, but the game's on tomorrow night at like yeah. fucking 820 like where the hell is he is he in japan is that t- mm-hmm. how's that today tomorrow like maybe he's just saying today because of the show but um anyway uh yeah so i think dude this whole fucking thing just shows how the lack of even if how do you not go back and be like hey they they adjusted to this like Defense do this. Then Desai runs it in like, hey, they've moved right. fucking this guy down to here, right? And how do you not know that? How do you not see it? Um, Why don't you just say to Jalen Johnson, you follow Devontae Adams wherever well, even, he even, goes. Even when he did that, they did. They just do a rubber out and have the tight end hit him, knock him off, and then De- and then Devontae's wide open. Now, well, technically, yeah. technically that is a penalty. They're not supposed to be able to run rub routes because that's pass interference, but – here we are, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. that's what—that's exactly. No, we're what the they only did. team that gets called for that. Well, I was shocked when they called the offensive pass interference in the first half on Devontae because we yeah. never get that call ever. Uh, and I'm—I know, bad. You're talking about not ever giving this team your money. Jalen Johnson is about to be my next jersey. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm waiting on Roquan to get re-signed before I buy that one, but I love the way Jalen Johnson plays. I'll make yeah. my own fucking jersey so that way well, you, it's cheap. You go on over there and oh, I mean, I'm not. This is just us girls talking, right? I go, I get my jerseys. I get my jerseys on Poshmark. I don't ever pay full price. Since I lived I was, in Korea, I will not yeah, pay full there, price. Mate. I always get mine from China. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. twenty pounds. So it'd be like what thirty dollars. What'd you say? It's I think it froze for a China second. Sort of coffees for about 20 
Chris, you're kind of freezing in and out. I mean, I got excited for a minute because your face was like this. But, uh, you know. <laughs> you know, I think you do have it all the time. <laughs> there you go. I always have a I mean, surprise with disappointment on my face. Oops. But with this whole, it's just goddamn. It's just uh, yeah. Sorry. So, no, you're so, good, so, you're good so, dude. Well, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I don't care. I was just laughing about it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, don't you guys think so? Roquan should be back. Um. Jalen's a fucking heavy, you know, he's staying for sure, I would I would think. Um, hey, Juwan Evans, that's where I was stationed. Camp Casey, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, the season's fucking, it's a wrap. We ain't doing shit. Uh, you know, we're just we trying to spoil. Out the playboy hunt. The, play, the playoff yeah. hunt. Yeah, we're just trying to spoil other teams' playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, we're just trying to spoil other team playoff possibilities. Um, yeah. And I don't even know why we would do that. Like, fuck it. Let the Vikings – like, if the Vikings win, then they get a fucking lower draft pick. You know, they're they're going backwards on the draft, and it just doesn't make sense to me to fucking whatever. I would – honestly, I would use all the rest of these weeks as basically um, – as job experience, as evaluation. Um, well, I want to see Justin Fields continue to see – uh, NFL defenses. I know, I know Badge wants him to yeah. sit, but I you you don't learn how fast these defenses are watching tape. You've you've got to be out there and experience it. It sucks because he's going against um I believe the Vikings have the most sacks in the NFL and we got Tevin Jenkins on at left tackle. I was just gonna say that let's talk about Tevin maybe Jenkins. Maybe a oh, Fetty yeah. on the right tackle. Yeah. Yeah yeah and what do you guys think of Tevin Jenkins Debut. Um, uh, you can definitely tell you were a rookie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think you could tell as well because he, he hadn't had any sort of paddy practices. So you know, it must the game must have been so fast for him. But I do like his temperament. I do like his attitude. You know, he just sort of get like to get a bit stuck in. You know, right and play right to the whistle. So I think mm-hmm. he's got potential. But I won't expect anything from him this week at all in playing. I just right. thought you know, just how he goes. Really get that like, game experience. Yeah, so, I when, mean, when, go ahead. When Peters went down, I was I was worried because Tevin's you know he hasn't played at this level and he and he you know he played at the Big Twelve in college so he didn't see, I mean he might have saw a couple guys maybe when he played Oklahoma or Texas he might have saw a couple guys that are NFL guys, but Preston Smith that's another that's another step you know what I'm saying and we don't know how many tools he got in his bag you know what I'm saying uh, he didn't play left tackle very often in college at all. So, yeah, he was kind I, of thrown I just, in there on the fly, and I was really worried about it. Did you see like his stance though? Like I went back and I, I kind of watched it again after he came in. Like the way that he set up, the way that he sets up, just looks weird to me. And honestly, if you go back and watch any of this, and I know it's tough to do. I just wanted to go back and and specifically watch Tevin Jenkins, right, and see um, how he handled things. That motherfucker, like, was grabbing bitches by the neck. Like, he, I mean, he was just doing anything. He, he wasn't – they weren't calling it, but he was literally holding on almost every, every play. fucking yeah. play, dude. And yeah. and some of it's, like, gross. Like, 
the dude tries to like you know do like do the bend around and shit and he's like like give me that neck boy like come here and like he's it's ugly he's kind of he's kind of got that Kyle Long to him like mm. his attitude the way he's yeah. gonna he's gonna punch you in the mouth and he might oh, get penalized for it or he might not it doesn't it doesn't make a difference but. I mean, he's got a lot to learn. I don't know if he's the left tackle of the future. Like I've yeah, said yeah. on here many times, I'd rather see Borum over there and see him at right tackle because that's where he played in college. And Borum, the I mean, the limited snaps that we saw him get in, it was against the Rams, I believe. He held his own over there. Um, and, and Jenkins just – I mean, Jenkins might be fine. He might be. I don't know. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think – I mean – the kids spent all off season hurt, didn't get a right. chance at all. No reps in training camp, you know, mm-hmm. a- anything. So he's really just ramped up the last couple weeks. So, you know, I, I don't think, yeah, yeah, he didn't perform well, but I mean, what, what more can you expect coming in with zero chance at, at really getting yeah. anything and against the, uh, uh, you know, guys like Sedarius Smith, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, that's it's hard to expect much. It's questionably right, but it's it's question like that left tackle is is probably the toughest position in football. Um, yeah. I mean, outside of everything else, I I think that that's probably like the most that's the hardest position to play, and that's why I was so like kind of upset with the way that the Bears handled this at the beginning, where they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just, we're gonna put my left tackle." Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, whatever. What's like, the worst that could happen? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like, and that's you constantly get bull rushed, constantly get pressured, constantly, you know, all this shit. And we're talking about a dude that has back problems. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to have to put your base down, right? You need those fucking tree trunks, fucking base down, and you got to fend off this bull rush. You know how much pressure that's going to put on this dude's back and on his like lower back and, and all that? Like That's why I was kind of like, if you're already dealing with somebody who's hurt, why, why are you going to throw him straight into a position where all this fucking pressure is going to come at him? Like, let him start in, let him build up a confidence level right. in the game. Or you in the stick season, him at guard right? where you can hide him yeah. a little bit before you just throw him, just throw him to the wolves. I mean, and yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, Bobby. It, but he has said that his back feels like he's 18 again. I, I don't know how much you can take that. You know, he has said that. Anyway. <laughs> hey, let's go ahead and, and bring this motherfucker in, <laughs> Mr. Ryan Kirkland. Billings, look at this this dude working at fucking well, I guess not Chick-fil-A because that bitch Kroger. is closed on Sunday too. Oh, he's, got, he's got the smock on. He's, he's got, you know, the, the little uh the little suit going. What's up, brother? How you doing? Well, you're muted, so it would help if you weren't. Oh wow, wow, wow. Let's crack it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, baby? What's going on, man? Good night. But, uh, man, you know, getting on here, seeing new faces. What's going on, yeah, Chris? Man, good, Watson, to you, good to meet you, Good to meet you, man. Hell, I thought you was a fake person for like a few years now. Hell, it's good to see you, baby. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot people, a lot of people thought the same as well. <laughs> oh, man. 
But man, what I what I'd have missed, man? What what's going on? I hear y'all talking about Tevin Jenkins, man. What's what's, what's yeah. crack? What would you think of his his uh, debut performance of Jenkins' uh, debut? He looked like a rookie. That's 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 it. It was a lot of ups and it was a lot of downs. You seen him? You seen him doing what he did in college, man? Getting downfield. You know what I'm saying? Making blocks, and then you seen him getting beat. I mean, it, it's 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 no if ands or buts about that. Ain't no way to sugarcoat it. Uh, they didn't protect him. They threw him out there and left him on the island pretty much the entire game. So you got you got to see all the mistakes, all the the days he hadn't been in in practice, and all that shit was full was full view for everybody to see. So I'm it's a mixed bag, man. Am I mad? Yeah. Hell no. He's a rookie. You can't yeah. be mad. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't care if he's a second round pick. He's a rookie. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Like I said, mixed bag for me, uh, which I, I, it's not a bad thing because he could have came out there and he could have been horrible. Latavius Simmons bag, you know. Right. I mean, he and made he it was, through the game, right? I mean, he made well, it through I the mean, game. He, go ahead. The coaching staff probably could have helped him out too. I mean, we had one rush oh, in the have. second half yeah. Ooh, with David Montgomery. Like David Montgomery had one carry in the second half, and and you know. That, that that's what Tevin Jenkins did well in college. That's what everything, every highlight tape I've seen of him is him run blocking, taking his defender to the ground, and, and you don't even give him a shot to do that. Plus Wasn't that one up. rush out of the Wildcat too? I don't know. I hate the Wildcat. We, run that, too, man. we used to run that here in Kentucky quite a bit. We did it really well with JoJo Kemp when he was here. Did y'all but, start it? Ain't that why it's called the Wildcat? No, that ain't. I mean it. Oh, never mind, never mind. Y'all, Kentucky ain't the Wildcat. Never mind. We are the Wildcats, but yeah, they that are. ain't why it's I, I called it. the Wildcat formation. We didn't start oh, it. Actually, the first time I saw it was down in, I think, Miami when they had um, yeah. Ronnie Brown or something like yeah. that. I remember I remember they ran it. I don't know I don't know where it came from before that. Just but... take credit for it, Kentucky. Fuck, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> I like having the quarterback back there because it, at least – pulls the defender's eyes. You know what I'm saying? If you got your yeah. quarterback over here, they know it's either going to be a run straight up the middle with Montgomery or he's going to run this. He's going to hand it off to somebody and do the reverse, which I hardly ever see him do. I've never really seen the Wildcat work that well, to be honest. Yeah, maybe in fucking high school football. Yeah. Um, that, that's really It might be where it. Maggie's coaching next year, so he'd be, yeah. he'd be good to go. <laughs> I don't even know, man. It's like we, he, he already got – he already got booed at a high school game. Um, but, you know, I mean, you're the only NFL coach to get booed at a game. I don't know. But either way, man, it's like uh, it's like we, like we, I was saying earlier, like this wildcat shit, this trick play shit, this not playing to the strengths of your fucking team. Like yeah. there is no progressively building anywhere on this team. There's no fucking plays that build off each other. We're not fucking doing playing to our player strengths. We're not doing any of that shit. So I don't know. I mean, and I get it. Like everybody well, Chicago's never done that. Chicago's never done that. Like, why? Fuck you. Just fire this bitch. And and go on from there. Yeah. Um he gotta kick somebody, bro. Damn. Yeah, literally, it's literally delaying the inevitable. And it's just gonna continue to make this team fall apart. Yeah. I mean, you, you're going to lose the confidence in, in anybody at, on the team. You're going to lose the confidence of free agents coming in because you don't hold people accountable as an organization. 
Yeah. I mean, if you if you're not holding people accountable as an organization and shit starts to fall off the rails, how do you bring it back in? Uh, we just yeah. wait till next season. That's what we do. We yeah. wait till next season, and then we we hope that the fucking fans are gonna buy back in again. Um, you guys seen what two weeks ago? I want to say it was right before halftime, and then when the the second half started, there was fucking like nobody in the stands. Yeah. And it and I mean the place the place cleared out, and I'm not sure what they're gonna get on a Monday night, um, game. That's going to be any better, especially now, like that Chicago is getting colder. Like you're all the things start to be, you know, that, that people are like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't know if I want to go to the game. I don't know if I'm going to go freeze right. my fucking ass off for a team. Well, that you, doesn't. You know what win. I think? I, I think that you, you know, it was just, I was watching game day view, whatever the fuck it's called with uh, Cynthia Freeland <laughs> and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we started and, you know, they're talking about Nagy being five and one against the Vikings. So, you know, you look at that and you're like, okay, this guy's clearly had success against this team. Uh, you know, a lot of that has been the defense, you know, picking off Kirk Cousins and and giving the team a short field. So I can see, you know, some people saying, Hey, you know what? You know what? They got a chance because Nagy's five and one against them. Um, you know, and and I think they do. Um, I mean, it's the Vikings, you know, you, you see them go out and, and they comp- beat the Packers and then lose to the Lions, yeah. you know, so they're, they're up and down and, and they're, you know, more on the up than, than what we are. So, I mean, it's, they've got the third best offense in the NFL. It's, it, it's, it's clearly playing in their favor, but you know, a few years ago, everything was playing in their favor when they came to soldier field as well. And, you know, we shut the door with a, you know, Eddie Jackson pick six. So, uh, I just. He don't play for us no team, more, though. Yeah, it's not, it's not the same now. I mean, it's, mm. he's, you know, I mean, the thing that shocked me, I think, the most in the first half Sunday night was watching him smash Aaron Jones out of bounds. I freaking damn near fell out of my goddamn chair. Yeah, when, yeah, I, yeah. when I saw him lay a shoulder into him, I thought, holy shit, Eddie Jackson just laid the wood. Fuck. Yeah, All right, yeah. maybe this will be a different game. And it was. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, man. I mean, I think that's what, like, kind of what we were alluding to earlier, where people or players are taking plays off or they're, or they're not or they're playing for a reason or not. I don't think they're playing for the organization at all anymore. I think they're just playing for each other. Um, and, and that's it. They're, they're just playing for each other. They're, they're out there, you know, trying to do it. Um, but, uh, badge me and you were talking and Alan Robinson was asked in an interview. (laughs) Well, not, not even asked. He was kind of told in an interview like, Hey, Alan. Uh, yeah. Good morning. Fucking Bob from, uh, the Barfly tailgate show. Uh, do you know that you're the, the number one receiver in the NFL to run hitch routes? You've, (laughs) You've run the most hitch routes in the NFL, and he was, he what? He just just like, <laughs> dude. He, well, I mean, he kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like uh-huh, chuckles. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in an offense, and uh, I'm you know I do what's I asked do what of I'm me. Told. 
Yeah. 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 And like, and I get everybody. Right. And, and I think that's something that you got to kind of take into perspective and, and, and kind of go with, because a lot of bears fans are against a Rob right now. And because he's supposed to be a number one and he hasn't produced, right. He's supposed to do this, supposed to, supposed to whatever, whatever. And he hasn't produced, he's dropped some balls. Sure. Um, and he hasn't been getting separation, but, when you look at the amount of routes and the type of routes he's run compared to previous years, we don't use A-Rob as a number one anymore. Um, he's just not fucking used that way. I mean, you can't be the number one and have the most fucking hitch routes in the NFL on, out of any wide receiver. That's fucking my, crazy. My, my question with that, to that would be, is that an A-Rob thing or is that an organizational thing? Yeah. No, it's – I got, mean – you yeah, got a guy it's on the franchise a, a tag that you're not going to want to pay. But mm. I'm saying, you got a guy on the, on the team that you're not going to want to pay on the franchise tag. Let's yeah, but you're, are, but let's you're already run, paying let's him. Let's make him run fucking inches. But you're already fucking paying him. But you got to pay him next year. If he comes out with another 100-catch season and 1,000 yards, oh, that $20 million starts to look really good, huh? Yeah, but, I mean, no matter what he does this year, if you the franchise tag is still going to be the same fucking price if you're going to do it two years in a row. It's still I mean, going to be the holds up, don't it? KB's talking. Yeah, if you do it next year, it goes up again. But KB's yeah, talking yeah. about, uh, you know, if you're going to keep someone around long term, if they have a season like this that they put on, that they've put on, then you got ammunition. Right. Oh, you had a bad season. You you didn't need to have over 500 uh, I, yards. For yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're yeah, saying. At this point, uh, can you put it past the organization doing it? Yeah. Uh, has he had an injury there? I'm sure I had some of that. He's, he's being carried uh, he's an a, injury. Yeah, he he did have a little bit of a of an injury a couple weeks ago, and now he's in right. COVID protocols. So as of ah. right now, and I think it's still the same. Um, I haven't looked this morning, but Eddie Jackson's in COVID protocol. Uh, a Rob's in COVID protocol. Um, somebody else. Well, obviously, Artie Burns. Yeah, Borum. Artie Burns and Borum, and then the three coaches. Um, right, are all in it. Um, it's starting to get bad in Chicago. They need. Anymore. They basically need two negative tests in a row, or two negative tests in order to play tomorrow. Um, as of yesterday, obviously they're not. They're not going to tell us if they have negative tests or not. Um, but as of yesterday, um, there's still a chance for them to play Monday night. Now, no. if they officially get listed out, it's you can just go ahead and and guess that they didn't pass one of their tests mm-hmm. uh, because it can be two negative tests within a 24 hour period. So they can, they can take them fucking take one now, take one at fucking noon, take one, whatever, whatever. So they can do two tests um, in order to whatever play tomorrow, but they both have to come back negative. So we'll see what happens with all that. And, and if these dudes are even playing. <laughs> yeah. But we do have prime time Kirk. We're going again. So it's going to be like, who wants it the least? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think in prime time his name's Kurt, and then on, on Sunday he's he's Kirk. I think I forget how it goes. Sunday at one o'clock. The other family member. He not he not Kurt first cousin. He he Kurt the other family member on, yeah. on prime time. That's what he is. I, well, I think I think Kurt did great today. Oh man! And then it, I know you kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, the whole Collinsworth fucking thing. And yeah, and I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. What you got, man? Uh, I found it. I found it quite sickening by the end of the game. It was sort of like, I know he's a great player, but everything was everything was positive about Aaron Rodgers, and it was it was yeah. sort of like getting a little bit creepy at one point. It was sort of going beyond the uh, 
a man crushes something quite strange. And I just don't see how I found it too. too it was just going too far with Aaron Rodgers all the time. Yeah. There was nothing yeah. he could do wrong. And Aaron Rodgers has not been the most sort of popular guy this year with some of the things he's been saying about having a vaccine and I'm not yeah. having a vaccine and all that bullshit and basically lying and putting his plays in his fellow teammates in danger because, you know, he won't, he won't get a jab. But, uh, yeah, I found it quite sickening after a while. It was really getting on my nerves. Man, yeah, I, I mean, on Twitter and people that weren't even Bears fans were talking about, like, imagine mm. being a Bears fan and having to listen to this guy talk about Aaron Rodgers like this. And the thing that really blew me away is he was like, yeah, you can agree or disagree with what he said about the vaccine, but no one's been more honest than Aaron Rodgers. This the motherfucker. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No one's been more yeah. honest. Like after I beat you and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs, I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. Yeah, Collinsworth <laughs> was cranking the hell out of that knob. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I mean, he's always like this though, and Carrie knows. Like yeah. me and Carrie will be watching, and she she knows who Collinsworth is just because I'm like, shut the fuck up, Chris. Now yeah. you watch, you know. But but like all every time I'm like this fucking asshole. Then he's like, oh, there's uh whatever. I don't know who he said, but. He's like, there's uh whatever with the tackle. I'm like, that was fucking Roquan, dumbass. Like, and then it's like, oh, there's whatever with a sack. I'm like, no, you're wrong again. And like Al Michaels, that fucking dude's just wasted by halftime. And I think Al Michaels is just you talk about somebody who's doing. Talk about somebody who's quiz. Like, why the f- I got to work with this guy? I had John Madden in the booth with me for years. Yeah, yeah. Was, with all of his quirks, John Madden knew what the fuck he was talking about half the time. You know? yeah, I'm gonna fuck with this guy here, and he's gonna run this play over here. Yeah, but I, 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 uh, I, mean, I, I think he's he could... more creepy. He's like, he's like a weird clone of his dad, but not quite as good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least John Madden would have done something like you know, ninety percent of the time. I know what I'm talking about half the time. You know, and you're <laughs> like, what the fuck? What was that? I mean, <laughs> John Madden did love him some Brett Favre, so uh, maybe it's yeah. just a. Uh, Monday night uh, football yeah. thing, but uh <laughs> you know what I was upset what upset me the most was that our boy Mike Schaefer took a picture with Collinsworth after the game and didn't oh. knock that bitch out. Like Schaefer, yeah. I would have <laughs> fucking bailed you out of jail. We would have had a GoFundMe in the bar room yep. and we would have fucking had you bailed out of one of the best attorneys to get your assault charges dropped. But you have a big <laughs> smile on your face and you're you fucking got your armor around, dude. Yeah, you got your armor on Chris Collinsworth with a smile on your face. You are the fucking bear down of the week. Uh, I mean, no, he, he, didn't, he, just, <laughs> he just he just didn't want to go to jail in Green Bay. Would you want to go to jail in that town? No. Dressed one, as a bear. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would have been all other Bears fans in there, so whatever. That's true. That's true. I mean, you'd, you'd been right at home. There would have been some. It looked like the scene out of the replacement. They didn't. They'd have been in there doing the damn dances, the electric slide, and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> get me. Oh, get me all it. Man, Super Bowl I, shuffle, huh? Right. Yeah, getting after it. I mean, but otherwise, I mean, Collinsworth, fuck that dude. I, I I don't even know why he's still on there. Every fucking week he does something stupid. Um, and sometimes I don't even watch. If the Bears aren't playing, I won't even watch because I 
it just irritates me to hear his fucking voice, dude. Like I can't stay awake. I, yeah. Last week I watched till halftime, and they came out in the second half. I felt myself going, but you know I get up at four thirty, so that, that's late for me. And then uh, I think the right after the strip sack, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm going to bed." I think that's yeah. what happened. Like the Packers scored, then we got the ball, and then the strip sack happened, and I was like, "Well, here we go." I don't remember if I stayed up to watch the Packers score again right there or not, but I was like, yeah, I'm done. And I, I fell asleep with the TV on because when I woke up, we were punting again. I think it was 38 to 30 or something. I don't know, 38 to something at that point. And I was like, well, I'll just turn this off, save my electric. <laughs> I just texted Schaefer and told him I'll give you the beer down of the week for not knocking out Collinsworth after the pitcher. We'll see what he has to say. Um, so, so we're going to start that new segment, the bear down of the week. And yeah, I don't maybe know. we, maybe just, we there, there's do, no uh, sense in doing it. Dude. That's all we would talk about. I'm yeah. Like, you give fuck. it to fucking well, everybody. You, like, you can even it out. You can do a round of applause and a bear down of the week. Like, like maybe this week the round of applause we go to Jakeem Grant for actually playing hard or I yeah know. I mean and we were back I don't, so I don't we, know if Badge would be able to say anybody because I haven't I heard him say one positive thing in about a month and a half uh, but, <laughs> but I, mean, look, a, I shit on Jakeem Grant last week I think it motivated him so yeah <laughs> Grant but but he's shit on, on, today, he's man. Shit on Eddie Jackson all the time That's and fantastic. it ain't motivated shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I shit on Bojack last week too, and I mean he did have a good hit on Aaron Jones, like I mentioned. But Jakeem Grant, I mean, dude, the guy's a burner. Like yeah. it, it, they, you know, get the ball in his hands, and he can make plays. Now, the knock on him is that he put the ball on the ground. You know, that's they say that's one of the reasons why he didn't get a fair shake in Miami. They said was because he was putting the ball on the ground. You saw him do it. You know, in his first game here, he he fumbled. Now he was able to get back on it. But, hey, this this kid, you know, looks like a decent acquisition from Pace. Hopefully this continues. I mean, you've seen. Yeah, but how did it take you this fucking long to use him? Well, right. You you usually see it in this offense. So he's used for one week and then you don't see him again. Yeah, I was going to say, let's not talk about how we use players. Yeah, Perfect yeah. example, Cordero Patterson. Enough said. Yeah, yeah. Pro oh, yeah. Bowler now. Yeah, Pro Bowler now. And then Patterson even came out, I want to say it was last week or two weeks ago, and he was like, gave a shout-out to Bears fans and was like, uh, you know, even with everything that happened there and this and that, and we don't know about the behind-the-scenes, he's like, the support and love that I got from Bears fans, uh, even after I was off the team, he's like, it's – those fans are some diehard fans that that really love the players that come into town and this and that and whatever. And I mean, there was a lot of mixed chatter about him when he was playing. There was people that are like, "Why the fuck is he touching the ball? Get him the fuck out of there! He shouldn't be running." All right, and there was like a back and forth thing, but dude had a lot. We know, just came. Go we ahead. just didn't know how to use him, man. Yeah, like I like I was saying last year, my when we had him, my son was well. If 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 Cordero Patterson's in the backfield, he's getting the ball. There's never a play where he's a decoy or a play action. They never tried the the reverse. They just ran with Jakeem Grant. I don't remember them ever trying that with Patterson. Or if they did, they didn't have the edge set. I don't know what the issue was. Like, if Patterson's in the game, he was getting the ball 90% of the time. So that's how they misused the weapon. You, you If, if you're going to keep him in all the time, you know what I'm saying, then, then don't give him the ball every time he's in because – He's a good player, but defensive yeah. guys scheme too. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, we, and then, <clears throat> shit, sorry. And then back at the, the, the Grant thing, so bad shit on him, right? And then then we're like, oh, look at Grant. And then we're like, ooh, and we put the little stock chart, right? Like, ooh, he's, he's slowly rising. And then the next punt, he fucking bobbles the ball, goes backwards, falls on yeah. his ass. And we're like, oh, stock's down. And then he comes back with this run. We're like, oh, shit, stock's back up. Like, this, <laughs> dude, the thing's just back and forth and, and whatever. Like, you can't build any of these kids because the offense has no identity. The yeah. offense doesn't have an identity to build a player. Um, and that's, I mean, that can lead us right into I'm talking sorry, about commit. KB texted us and was, and was talking about, you know, is, is commit not a good player or they just don't know how to use him. And every time I see commit, he's doing a, a four yard, uh, curl route, like get this dude going down the seam and put it, the ball up. It, yeah, I don't me, understand how you don't, how you don't have that in your offense. Yeah. yeah, let me chime in with this because yeah, I get on Twitter. You know, yeah, I, I, some, Yo, something full, I do. Full screen this motherfucker. Full screen this motherfucker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I, ooh, I look so pretty. Ooh, I look so pretty. Pretty. Okay, take him off pretty. the full screen now. No, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I get on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? As I, as I do so, so casually. Uh, come across this post. Uh, guy comes out and pretty much says that Cole Komet is a bust. Uh, you know what? That, I feel that's a little unfair. I get in, I read some of the comments. There's a couple people get in there and make valid comments, and you know how Twitter is. Some people get in there and they're just stupid. Uh, but his his case for it was, well, he doesn't have the athleticism. At athleticism? Yeah, that's how you say that. Okay, gotcha. Uh, as a Mark Andrews or something like a Travis Kelsey, so he'll never amount to anything type type deal. I said, I, I don't think that's true. You look at you look at the combine results, they're they're all pretty fucking similar, except Travis Kelsey's because he was hurt for the combine and he was sick for the for the pro day. But him and Komet and Mark Andrews pro days were pretty fucking similar. Mm-hmm. And Komet out jumped him by a country mile. I said, uh, he has the body type to be amazing. We don't use him. We don't run him down the seams. We don't do anything. All he does is is block where he does a curl route. I said it's scheme. If you put that man in the Baltimore Ravens offense or mm-hmm. the 49ers offense or the fucking uh the what the Chiefs offense, you would see production out of them because they know how to use them. So and and that's what I was coming down to. It, it comes down to the scheme that the players are in. That's just like anytime you can say anybody in Chicago's a bust, but they go to other places and then everybody we see go to different teams always fucking produce damn near instantly. Yeah. It, one of one of the biggest ones to me was always Cedric Vincent. I I won't say I hated him because I I, I just love Thomas Jones. But yeah. I was not a fan of Cedric Vincent when he was in Chicago. Yeah, my hate for Cedric Benson comes from Thomas Jones not getting the ball anymore. That's right. where it comes exactly. from. We drafted him when we there didn't need go. him. And guess yeah. who was on the board? That guy up north who's been terrorizing us for the last two decades. Yeah. yeah. But perfect case of point, he goes to Cincinnati, and he's mm-hmm. a fucking stud in Cincinnati. It's like, bro, what, what, what is this? You know what I'm saying? You can, you can, use pick, them, right? you can pick and pluck different players through, through the Bears' history. Who come here and have just been trash, and they go to other places. 
like you said, Leonard Floyd, double digit fucking sex. Yeah. What what are we doing, dog? It's just Chicago, well, man. Well, I, I I was with you with the the Forty ers the Ravens, especially the Mark Andrews comp. I can see that a lot. Yeah. Ron uh, Rubnow is asking, well, why does he drop so many balls? Because when you run a four-yard curl route and you've got a linebacker and a safety on you trying to make the catch, how? Please tell me how, Ron. I don't care how how bad you are. I don't care if you're Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're getting hit as the ball's touching your hands, you're not going to catch the damn thing. Yeah, I mean – Four-yard curl route. Granted, there's there's a, on the route. That's like there there is a few that Komet's dropped that's hit him in the hands, but that's I mean there's yeah. there's there's some that everybody's dropped. The problem is the reason we remember the drops from Komet is because it's third and fucking seven and it's a six yard fucking curl route that he drops. You know what I mean? You don't and, go and, six yards deep on a third. You know, and, seven. We and we're five. just like, yeah, we're like, <laughs> you better break a tackle, bud, or you yeah, ain't getting the first. Yeah, yeah. good luck, bitch. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of how it goes, and. And I, I think, you know, KB's spot on with it. I think the scheme definitely uh, is against all these players. There isn't a fucking scheme. And I said it earlier. There isn't a scheme. It's like, hey, what do you guys want to do? I don't know. Let's fucking go try to trick them. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Like, fuck, Wildcat. I don't know what to do. Fucking it's like, David, it's like the- David you, you figure out what to do. I don't know what to do. And it's like, it's just fucking shit, man. It's a straight shit show. We, we've been through this before. Um it happens. We've been saying this for years. There is no build in this team. There's no building the offense. There's no nothing. It's just complete shit. And how it hasn't been stopped yet, I don't fucking know. And and if you got one of the most, maybe, I mean, I'll say it. I don't know if it's true. But if you got one of the most questionable offensive lines in the NFL, then maybe you should be running a two tight end set, a three tight end mm-hmm. set, and bringing fucking dudes in. And then, oh, God, you got this guy who rushed for 1,000 yards last year, plus 1,000 yards was like a top three back in the league. You know, you got problems with your offensive line and their strength is to run, then cool. Fucking Montgomery, Montgomery, behind Jenkins, yeah. behind yeah. whoever. Montgomery, Montgomery, three tight ends, just go. And then, oh, you got this play, play action. action. And now you got fucking fields moving around. Now his feet are ready. His fucking tight ends open is whatever. You got all that to what you said, Bobby, right? When you you started talking about this. Yeah. We don't have, we've been talking about identity with this offense for four fucking years. Exactly. Every year we're fucking 15 weeks into it. And we're still trying to figure out what the fucking identity is. When the identity has been David Mont. Gummery this yeah. whole fucking time. It's been run the football. Use yeah, yeah. the run game to affect your pass game. And these yeah. fucking dipshits just don't fucking do it. The problem, At yeah. Because Nagy uh, wants to be flashy and air out the fucking yeah. ball. He doesn't realize that you can be flashy with fucking W's. You can yeah. put wins on the fucking board and be flashy as fuck. You can be flashy with airing out the ball when you've run the ball fucking 19 times and now everybody's up in the box and you're fucking launching it. It's like with fucking John Fox, we had fucking shit 12 people in the fucking box. They threw everybody in there and he was still like, yeah. you know what, fuck it, I'm going to run, I'm going to run, I'm going right. to run. Right. And now with Nagy, you're like, 
oh, there's fucking one one person in the box. I'm gonna fucking pass. I'm gonna pass. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. the complete fucking find holes in the zone, Justin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you better figure it out. But I want to see a drop in the bucket, motherfucker. You know, I'm gonna, I want to see a drop in a bucket, but I want you to drop the put the drop in the bucket on a curl route. But you better drop it in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. All right, we're gonna take a little quick break here and we'll come back uh right after these messages. Fuck that. Look, I don't mean any disrespect. He just didn't play that well, not for a guy of his caliber. If they don't run the ball here, I'm going to vomit. I swear to God. I don't really have any recollection of that at all, but I guess perhaps I blacked it all out. You know, they won, but I'm, I'm going to be miserable all week because they stunk. Presents two fired up Bears fans. They are ready to rumble on the Bear Debate. And we're still here and still losing, and we got nothing to fucking talk about. But here we go. Uh, you know, with I know we were getting on the rug game and 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 trying to scheme our own offense, and and I get James in there. Like I don't understand why you're trying to judge a head coach who has no idea what he's doing. I mean, isn't that why? Isn't that why you judge a head coach, James? Because yeah. he has no idea yeah. what he's doing. Like he should have a little bit figured out by now. I mean, he's yeah. been four years. I, I understood the first or second year he was learning. No, you didn't. You don't understand his offense till three years. I mean, while we're on the topic, while we're on the topic of offenses, I kind of found my way into Bill's Twitter because Dabble is a big name that a lot of Bears fans want here. And everything that I read was A, he's terrible in the red zone. We've already got that. And B, he abandons the run game. Josh Allen makes that guy look a lot better than he is when he takes off and runs and stuff. I can believe that. So if you guys are fans of Dabo, you should look into it because we're all pissed off that he's that we're abandoning the run now, and he does the same damn thing. And I feel like Greg Roman may do it too. You think Greg Roman will abandon the run? He Lamar, Lamar Jackson in 
in Baltimore is doing exactly what he did in Louisville. Here's the ball, yeah. Lamar. Go make a play. That's exactly what he did in Louisville. And he won a Heisman there. Good for him. But that's not going to win championships in the NFL. And I don't yeah. think Greg Roman is the guy either. I don't. So my my only thing with Roman was the the um, the read option type deals, right? Like you got a lot with Lamar that is. It depends on what the offensive line is doing. If they if they're crashing in, then he's fucking keeping it. He's running outside. If they're if you can see when the defense is like when the defense keys on Lamar there's a lot more running back plays in those games. You know what I mean? When they try to contain him or keep him inside. So, I, I mean, maybe he does give up on the run. Maybe it is more of a do do what you feel. But I think that that's still the basis of he doesn't want – or he wants to keep the ball on the ground um, style than it is fucking air it out style and let's try to be all flashy and fucking put up 400 passing yards. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. If, if if we want a head coach that runs the ball first, I think KB was on to something with Tomlin, and I'd love to get a guy from San Francisco out of that offense, but I don't know who's the next guy. You know, Robert Sala got a job last year from San Francisco because of the defense, but and I and I kind of looked at their coaching staff. I didn't really see like there was their offensive coordinator was something McDonald or McDaniel or something. He looked like he was about twenty two years old. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't think so. he's, he's the next this. best thing. Fuck it, yeah. let's start it. He's the next yeah. best thing. He's young and he's a powerful hey. fucking mind. Hey man, Matt, Matt Lafleur went went to you know, on a coffee date with with uh, McVay man, and he got the package job. And that only works. That only yeah, works up there. That only yeah, works I mean, up there. Point. We don't get that shit to work here. Hell, we need somebody that went to the strip club with 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 Shanahan or something. I, something. <laughs> shit. I need an offense. Goddamn it! I think I the Forty Niners are. The, you talk about a scary playoff team that. I don't think anybody really wants to see. I think the Niners are that, to be honest. Damn. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I'm just saying we're not. Um, oh, well, obviously. <laughs> Without yeah, question. Bears podcast, and we talk about other teams. Uh, did <laughs> I? Just, two, no, no. Two of I mean, us are wearing other Chicago you, teams on our head. God as it should be, I'm yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Sox and Bulls then. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, the bull socks. Fuck it. KB's like, fuck you guys. I'm out. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think, damn. And I know I've said it before, but solidify the GM. Solidify the GM. Make this his fucking thing. And and you got to get rid of the fucking top man. The top down. Yeah. I think. I don't know if you guys heard. Um, I, th- I think it was on Hogan Johns. Maybe it was on Under Center or No Name Podcast. But uh, Olin Krutz and basically came out and said the whole culture of this organization has been fucked for years. Um, That it's from the fucking cafeteria to the locker room, to the media room, to the people, to everything involved, the the weight room, that the whole culture of the organization is horrible. And that Lovey Smith held it together uh, for however many years, whatever. Right. And was able to, to hide a lot of the shit that was going on behind the scenes. Uh, but then when Lovey started, and he didn't say this, but this is my belief, when Lovey started speaking up and interfering even more, they decided to fucking that he would be best somewhere else uh, and to get rid of him. Um, I think this whole organization just needs 
to be fucking bombed, man. Like, just get rid of them all. Just go through and fire fucking everyone. Um, and and I don't know how – I it definitely doesn't play into fucking Nagy, right? Because we know Nagy sucks. I don't know how much control the organization has had over Ryan Pace um, and what happens or what doesn't happen and, and this and that uh, because they've already said that – I don't believe that Pace is a is – a, like speaks up or goes against the grain often enough because they've already said pace won't get fired. Pace will get moved up to a higher fucking position in this organization. Well, we don't, we don't need that. I don't mean like fuck if he's gonna, if he's goes with the organization and believes in what they're doing, then get rid of his fucking ass too. Like out the fucking door. Don't move him up higher. Um, we, we're not trying to spread this shit and keep it going. Like generation after generation, this thing has been fucked um get rid of them all and let the gm come in and decide who's gonna be fucking what and go from there rebuild this fucking team and then as for players i don't even care like keep roquan keep Jalen, keep david keep fucking fields shit can't everybody else i don't even give a fuck man i don't care anymore like i think james foster's right on here when he says we need a real president of football operations first and foremost because yeah yeah the the guys that we have making the decisions, Ryan Pace is Ryan Pace and, and Nagiers, they're football guys. The, the, so they say. But Ryan Pace has missed in the draft continuously, made up for that with overpaying in free agency. So now we are in salary cap hell and we don't have draft picks to make up for the lack of talent on this football team. Next year we have, I think, 22 guys under contract. We have quite a bit of salary cap space, but you've got a lot of holes to fill and only five draft picks five draft picks with which to fill said holes. So you're going to have to talk free agents into coming here somehow, some way. Justin Fields could help with that. You know, maybe you, you re-sign Roquan. You have to. You have to re-sign Roquan. Maybe he can – I mean, I don't know. I, I just – you got to reset it from the top down and it's going to be a rebuild and it sucks, but you got to just rip the bandaid off, man. We, there's the, you, you can't just bullshit your way through it anymore. Yeah, totally agree, man. I mean, that's why I said I would have fucking blown it up already. Um, and just well, started kicking. Guy, I mean, kicking you got to collaborate, thing, guys. You, you have to collaborate with, you know, the other owners of the NFL like George says they do, you know, and talking to the other executives, to me, that just that in itself, I, I get there's some sharing and, and, and so on and so forth. And, you know, you may reach out to someone that you're close with, but just because it works one way in one organization doesn't mean it's mm-hmm. going to work for you. Yeah. And if you're not the people to decide that, then that's where you need to get somebody in here that knows what the hell they're talking about. And until yeah. they do that, it isn't going to matter. If Ted Phillips steps steps back and Ryan Pace moves up, nothing changes. Nothing fucking changes. Because, you know, mm. he's going to go out and fucking hire Lewis Riddick, which fucking great. Oh, awesome. Uh, Bobby, I know we talked about that too the other night. You were, you were saying how, you know, you, you liked him and, you wouldn't mind him here. And I was like, man, once he stood up for Nagy after that Cleveland game, I, it just ruined him for me. Like I, that, that to me just says that he's more about 
the you know he would it would he would hold the the coach over the player and 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 to me it's even playing field and if he set the player up to fail which he did that should have been it yeah yeah, I just think that he's more of a – that he'll come in as more of a no-nonsense fucking guy and do his own style. He won't come in and be told what his style is. He'll mm-hmm. come in and have his own style. That's why – I'm just looking for somebody who is not a yes man. I'm looking for somebody who's not going to fucking, you know, be given a job and then be told what to do. Um, you hired me because – you like what I brought to the table. You didn't hire me because I'm going to agree with everything you say and do what you want me, like everything you want me to do. And I think that's the fucking issue year after year after year. We're hiring guys who will conform to what the organization wants them to do. So it doesn't matter if they're a bright young mind or if they're the fucking genius of this or that. If you just let them fucking do what they're supposed to do and stop trying to fucking conform them to what the organization wants them to do, I think it's already a change for the positive. Well, um, and, and, I, and I wonder if some of those comments, Baz, were the fact that it was Fields' first game. Lewis is going to probably stay on the side of experience, and Nagy at the time had more experience in the NFL, so he – I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's. I just think. I mean, even on the comments, something like that. Even on the comments, dude. We all have bad takes. We've all said stupid shit, right? And and who knows what brought him to to say that for that one? But there's been a lot of good takes, and there's been a lot of times, even a couple of weeks prior to that, or, or since then, where they're like, those dudes are like, yo, this guy is fucking lost. He has no clue what he's doing. Um, you know what I mean? So maybe they took it back. Maybe they didn't, but everybody's got bad takes here and there and, and whatever, man. I mean, I just think, I don't know. I just think, I think the bottom need- line, we need football guys in the building, the, the yeah. football guys, the football guys we have now, you've got Nagy who has no clue what he's doing still. And you got Ryan Pace, who is clearly a, a, a finance guy. His, his biggest thing was the fact that he was able to, uh, oversee the overhaul of House Hall, which was long overdue, and yeah. that may be that. that may be the reason why he's stuck around. Is so when we make the move to Arlington Heights, they they liked what he did at House, and they they're they're going to stick him around for Arlington Heights. I have no idea, but yeah. Um, I mean, no matter what, I, if you're in the chat and you disagree, but no matter what. I think next year is a whole fucking start over in the beginning of a rebuild. Um, hands down, I believe. I mean, does anybody think that, like, it's not? That somehow we're not in a fucking complete rebuild next I mean, year? I completely no. agree with you, Bobby. I completely agree. I mean, I think I think a lot to do with it is, is because it's a family-run business. The yeah, owners, yeah. The, you know, the owner, it's like a family thing that we mentioned this last, last week. But I just don't think there's like any sort of position which is sort of, you know, people are scared that they're just going to get taken higher up the ladder. And I just think people are just sort of too comfy and it's sort yeah. of, you know, everybody's yeah. taking it too easy and there doesn't seem to be any sort of rush to improve. We seem to like be quite happy to accept mediocrity as a rule. And I think that's just completely wrong, especially for the fans who are buying everything, you know, which you're a fan of a yeah. club, you're usually going to be with that club for the rest of your life. So they know once they've got you, that's it, they've got you. And I just don't think they realise that 
you know, another season's gone. That's a whole new. That's another season gone. What we've been fans of, and we've not got a return from the club we support. And I just don't feel any urgency with the owners of the club, uh, and I yep. think that's a big problem. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I totally agree with you, man. There's, I think the main thing, like like you're saying, Chris, just to, I think it's the comfortability. Yeah, everybody's so fucking comfortable in what they're doing that it's. I'll, you know, it's just good enough or I've been doing this for years and I haven't been fired. So let me keep doing this. Right. Yeah. And nothing ever fucking changes. Nothing ever changes. People are like, you know, nine to five, whatever it is. Like I ain't trying to build this place up, but I'm not trying to get fired either. So let mm. me just fucking do what I'm doing and stay here. Right. And, and if you have no, if you're not trying to build or you're not trying to be better, like, the fuck man you're just gonna be yeah. mediocre forever and and yeah. that's just how it is like i get it sometimes you got to take risk and you got to do this and that and, and whatever but you should constant there should be constant fucking goals and constant improvements being made and yet we're just on a treadmill like we yeah. made a fucking went 25 miles but we really didn't move like we're still sitting yeah. right fucking here and i think that's the i think that's the main issue man is yeah. like you said it's just like we're just stuck I don't know what Laz disagreed with. I, I talked for like fucking five minutes straight, Laz. Tell me what you disagree with, dude, and then we'll figure it out. Uh, but He he uh, disagreed, if I'm reading it correctly. He disagreed with when I said that we should have a president of football operations to bring in. He he feels like that's another layer. I think what his exact words was that's another layer of bullshit. That, uh, if you have a good GM, you don't really need that, which – some people have said that as well, um, but I just feel like we don't have the people in place up top that are football guys to trick the you know yeah. trickle down effect. You know, if you got the wrong place, the wrong pieces at the top, the the, the people under them aren't going to be worth worth a damn either. I, for for me, I think it all goes back to how much authority do you give your GM? If it depends on the authority level that you're giving people. Cause sometimes you see GMs who are president of football operations. Sometimes you don't. Right. But I don't mind another barrier of, Whoa, Whoa, slow the fuck down. Why are you taking this guy again? You know, instead of like, Hey, this is what we're doing. And this is who I'm taking. Um, depending on how much authority you're giving somebody, if you're just putting them in a title as president of football operations, but then you hire a GM and you give them total control of everything, then yeah. It's just another layer of bullshit. Just another dude getting paid for no fucking reason. Um, but, you know, whatever. I'm I mean, either way, I just, as long as they're fucking gone, as long as the shit changes, like, I'm okay. Like, uh, if you keep the same dude that's been there for fucking eight years and you're like, nope, we're, we believe in these dudes. Like, fuck you. Your fucking probationary period is over and you suck. Get the fuck out. Like yeah. Yeah, that's dude, kind of where I, I'm at. I, I just think yeah. I I think the whole fucking thing needs to to be blown up, and I, I really think as a board, the board of directors really need to look into keeping George McCaskey in the spot that he's in, because uh, to me it should go to that point. They clearly ha don't have someone. Uh, you know, smart enough to handle the football side of the business in position there. That's what they first need to, mm -hmm. to correct. I don't know if you can do that, how all that works, but then from there, Ted, you know, 
oh, rumors trickling out that he wants to separate himself from the football. He fucking shouldn't have been a part of it in the first place. Yeah. In in my opinion, I mean, Mm -hmm. if he's a money guy, then get him away from anything football. Yeah, agreed. Uh, And then Ryan, you know, he's had some hits, a lot of misses. Um, You know, there's times where I've thought he should be here, times there I thought he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's he's just got to go because this whole thing, it's been him and Nagy. It, Nagy right. was his guy, uh, you know. It, it's not it's not working. It, it mm-hmm. needs to all be completely brand new. Yeah, he's had you know good moves, bad moves. Um, what does kind of worry me is the the hires and and most other than Strabisky most of the draft picks that he grabbed were the consensus got like when he, when he hired Nagy, Nagy was the hot name. When, when, when pace, even when pace got hired, he was the hot name that a lot of people were looking for GMs because well, him and it was between Saints. him and Ballard, right? Right. Uh, so, those were the two big names on the market that year. Good. Yeah. And, and, and the same thing with the head coach. I mean, we, we went with Nagy and the Colts went with, um, with with Frank Reich, who yeah. has worked out for them, but it's not like it's not like we just grabbed some random dude, which is kind of what worries me. Uh, and I think Badge is absolutely right. You got to blow it up from the top down. Uh, I don't know about kicking George McCaskey out of his position because I've met George, and the couple yeah, of times too. that I've met him, he is a fan first. Like he, if anyone wants this team to win, it's him. He grew up around this team. He grew up cheering for this team. Actually, when when I met him in Cincinnati, a buddy of mine who came, uh, myself and Chris and Lee was with us. He's a Packers fan. And uh, he was the one taking the picture of, of myself and George. I think it's in the intro there. And he and George goes, this this uh, this guy know how to work this camera because he had a Packers hat on or something like that. And uh, so I like George. Uh, it sucks that it hasn't worked out for him. Like, the way we all wanted it to, but if anybody wants it to change, it's him. I, and, I like uh, George too, but he, you would think being around the game f- f- as long as he has, he would fucking know something. I mean, well, hell, I've, I've been around, I've been around my car for 16 years and uh, I, I couldn't tell you what the fucking mechanic's going to do to fix it. So just, just, just being around, it doesn't mean you know what you're doing, but, I, I don't mind him being in his position, but he needs to get it right under him, in my in my opinion. And so you don't feel he's had enough chances. I think I think look at this is my deal with George McCaskey. I, I don't think he really does. I don't think he. I don't think he's a decision maker up there. I think he has input and he, he has a, a value to input, right? But I think the dude's got a big fucking heart, and that's his problem. He's not a fucking mm-hmm. businessman. That's he true. loves yeah. he loves this team and he's got a big fucking heart and he's not the businessman mm-hmm. type guy to be like, hey, you're fucking fired. Get your shit. Like, but, get out. But based yeah. on that that end of season presser last year, you don't feel like he I mean, he s- spoke for a majority of the press conference. That says to me he's a decision maker. I think he has a decision input. I don't think he has final say so. I think this there's still a lot of undercover shit that goes on in this bitch. And uh 
I don't know. That's just me, though. I mean, and I met him, and, and KB, I think you met him the same day I did when we were at that game together. Uh, Baz, I, I think, yeah, I think you met him. And I, that's what I, I think the dude's just, I think he's just a nice dude. That's the fucking problem. He's not a businessman. He's, yeah. he's, he's a fucking silver spoon fucking given to him. This is how the operation runs. And then he's like, oh, hey, Badge, I mean, you've been friends for a long time. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you, I'm sorry yeah, you suck that. at your yeah. job right now, but I'm hoping you get better, bud. Have a good one today. Like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Like, and that goes back to the Chris Watt, what Chris was saying with it being a family diner type run yeah. organization, you know. Yeah. Bring in Cousin Eddie because he's struggling and he, he needs to let him wash the dishes, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But uh well, would the ideal situation be then? Would you want the bears to be sold? Would that be the ideal solution? I don't so, think the bears will be sold until Virginia passes away. Right. Right. And me personally, with the whole Jeff Bezos thing, I mean, I know the guy's a scumbag for whatever reason. But <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. If the man came and made a bid for the Bears to actually pay him and buy him out, that's so fucking bid, dog. Like, let let dude move on. Yeah. With him, I, you know, what I'm saying I kind of got the I kind of got the idea. Okay, I bought the team. Okay, now let me go find the best fucking person I can find to to oversee this shit so we can actually get a name to it. Like the like Cubs said, and the Bulls did. They both did that. Like I, said I don't think they sold, but they brought in people that knew what the fuck they were talking about. Right. And like I said, there's there's an interesting prospect of saying, oh, I got this young rookie quarterback. We ju Chicago just secured the Arlington property. I can build a fantastic fucking stadium and then influence everything around it because the area is so big. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that People who have the money to do so don't look at that and say, this is an intriguing fucking prospect. I can yeah. make plenty of money off of this shit. They can so build I'm going to take that build. one step further, KB, and I'm going to say that is being done because whoever wants to buy this team already has that in the works. And these yeah. are just the steps to getting there. Yeah, I mean, so, like if I said, it was, I wouldn't be if, mad it was if it was just about the money and they didn't care whether we won or lost, this team would have already been sold. A lot of people that come online and say the Bears front office, none of them, they don't give a shit as long as they're just sitting back and counting their money. If that were the case, they would have already sold this this team. And I think they're going to build their own little Wrigleyville up there in Arlington Heights. They'll have bars around it. They'll have casinos oh, yeah. around 100%. it. They'll have, and they've went. They've went to Vegas this year. They've went to L.A. this year. They're, they Dude, they, they go throw to, a dome they go on to Minnesota that pitch, every year. Exactly. Bowl. Yeah, you throw a dome on it. You got Big Olympics. Ten championships. You got Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 You got everything. You throw a dome on that bitch. You got fucking concerts. You got. The Chicago Park District now has nothing to fucking do with the field or anything. Um, you got a whole different dynamic. And I mean, yo, with this, we're talking like six years away, but I badge you might be onto something. Maybe, maybe the move was made because they were looking at, you know, under under fucking with you know, just on the side selling it. And somebody was like, Hey, I'll buy it, but 
you need to do this, this, and this first. Like, well, I maybe that's just, maybe that's possible. something they talked to. Like you were talking about, they they went around the league and talked to you know the Steelers owners and other other owners that that own their team and own their stadium. And they were like, dude, you are losing so much money by Chicago owning your stadium. Maybe that was one of the things they told yeah. them. And they were like, as soon as you can find a place to build your own thing and make your own money, do it immediately because that will that will double your, your, oh, yeah. your what your team is worth. Yeah, man. You know? It's, it's going to be fucking crazy. I mean, and I agree with James. I mean, there's, it's going to just fucking skyrocket, man. Um, with James Foster, what did Chris go say? Why would you sell something that makes you guarantee money every year? Yeah, less stress. You, you want to talk about sitting back and just counting money? That's you had yeah. no stress if you sold this team right. for four and a half billion dollars. Dr. King Schultz for fucking Django said it best. You might not want to sell it, but if I offer you such an amount that is so fucking crazy that it makes you consider it. How do you not? How, how do you not, How do you say no? I mean, if, if that was the I'm case, in. I'm in. I mean, even with Christo, if that was the case, man, no team would ever be sold. You know what I mean? It's just right. sometimes people are done with the headache and they're done with this and that. And for four point five billion, I can do nothing forever, or I can yeah. go fucking like invest it somewhere else and and build something else or whatever, man. You gotta a lot of these people that are part of this team now, well, almost all of them inherited this their jobs were inherited all this was inherited um who knows if this is what they wanted to do this is kind of what they have to do now um at this point because they've kept it like chris said in the family um and kept running so at some point you don't want your father's fucking job anymore um you don't want to continue on the same fucking path and and who knows man maybe it's possible maybe it's not maybe i i mean i don't know but i think arlington is a great fucking move and i don't give a fuck that it's not in chicago i don't care about any no, of that like no at all half, half the teams in the league don't play in their in their city that they call listen oh soldier field has a certain aesthetic to it but everybody's been to soldier field soldier field's a piece of shit I, i'm yeah. sorry it is a piece of fucking shit it's one of the yeah. oldest it's, if it's not the oldest stadium right now it's a like, small stadium in the league you and then the the other part of it is, dude, the fucking location is terrible. I don't know, bro. It is a fucking headache trying to get in the Soldier Field, especially coming right off a of fucking uh, damn, I forgot the name of it. Lake, damn, Lake Lakeshore. <laughs> it's a, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Cause first of all, Chicago drivers are fucking crazy. They don't give a shit about you, your kids, the hurt dog in the middle of the street. <laughs> they don't give no fucks, bro. They will hit you. They don't care. So, <laughs> location-wise, bro, it's a hassle to get into. It's a small venue for two, for three. Like I said, you can make the fucking you can make your organization a shit ton of money if you move to a bigger spot, more accessibility to it, and then you put a dome on the fucking stadium. Money. Yeah, it's definitely. If they build it with a dome, would you want would you want the uh, dome to be open for the Bears game still? Retractable, no. I think would be yeah, the what I would go with. I take I take I take the fucking snow and and once it starts snowing, close the fucking dome. I don't care. We're not even a fucking yeah. damn you know bear weather like what? Who fucking gives a shit, man? Like fuck yeah. that. 
Like I've been to hundreds and hundreds of games that are fucking bare weather and I got a bottle of rumplements in my fucking jacket with a straw and I'm fucking <laughs> like fuck it's fucking cold out here, man. And it's and people don't go. Like people start to leave and whatever, whatever. Like at this point, who gives a fuck? There's like whatever. I mean, I don't care. Make that bitch seventy four all the time and let's roll. Like whatever. I seen uh I seen James here. What which big market teams have been sold? Um, I mean, since the, I want to say since the 2000s, there's probably been like 12 teams sold. I know the Jets were sold, the Bills were sold, the Panthers were sold. Last yeah, year. <laughs> the, the, the Broncos are about to be sold, I think. The Broncos are the next one talking about selling. Um, big market, I mean, I don't know, but either way, there's a lot you of said teams. Jets, I mean, that's a New York team. Yeah, the Jets were, I want to say the Jets were sold in like, early 2000s um i mean the rams even though they were the cardinals or they not not the fucking uh even though they were the st louis rams at the time but mm -hmm. they were sold in like 2011 or 12 um and then with all intentions of moving to la yeah so yeah i mean there's a lot of teams that have been sold i just don't i mean i don't know man i guess even though, and then the other, like, outside the NFL, I mean, the, the fucking Rockets, Houston was sold, even though they sold for less than what Dre sold his headphones for. But either way, I mean, <laughs> they were sold too. So I don't think selling is outside of the – I don't think it's an, something that's not being looked at. The Denver Broncos just a couple days ago have, like, a couple banks that are trying to buy the Broncos. Um, banks? Yeah, I want to say it's, like, three different banks or three – fucking bank presidents are coming together to try to fucking buy the Broncos. I forget what the whole story was, but something along those lines. I don't think it's, it's, it's not something that isn't going to happen. Um, and even now, like depending on what your belief is in the future, right? COVID's fucking ramping back up again. We see teams that are being fucking games are being postponed. I mean, we yeah. got two games moved to, there's going to be two games Monday night now because games mm -hmm. are postponed. There's, there's, there's teams. Tuesday. Yeah, there's teams, the Bulls, who had fucking nine days off, you know, and Badge corrected me the other night while we were talking on the phone, but they had they missed two games, had nine days off because of postponement. And depending who you are as an owner or where you sit or how, what your comfortability level is with COVID, maybe you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Sell this bitch. What if this fucking shit goes crazy again and we can't have fucking people in the stands next year? Because you know owners last year took a fucking hit, dude. Like mm – -hmm. They lost a lot of money last year, no matter I think what. Mike, I think Mike Schaefer said that, you know, during the offseason, that that could be possibly why Nagy wasn't gone last year. They didn't want to pay. Are they still paying John Fox? I don't know. But they're, they they didn't want to be paying Matt Nagy and a new head coach while they lost all that money last year. And it sucks yeah, for us possible. as fans because we want to see yeah. a winning winning ball team and the only way to win is to change but that could be a reason why Nagy is still our head coach it makes him let's, a lame duck coach but let's run <coughs> fuck sorry i'm dying from the whole covid talk um let's run down this fucking rabbit hole real quick uh torian mike florio says the nfl wants an afc team in chicago what happens if the bears get arlington it's all built five years they moved the bears moved to arlington do we get an expansion team in soldiers or does an AFC team come along hey. and move to soldiers? Do we become a two city team? I do that in Madden all the time, baby. 
it's usually the Cincinnati Bengals that I'm like, eh, you know what? Yeah, let's move y'all to Chicago. Let's move y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you now, the Bengals are not leaving Cincinnati. Oh, that's another they're not. winning. Oh, yeah. Now that they're winning, yeah. You better chance with the Browns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, They've I, already I moved once. I can't ever imagine Chicago had another football team. It'd be so weird. And yeah. I, I would just, I don't know, how would they attract fans? What, what, I mean, unless it's a, unless it's like, a, it's like a team what's moved from a different location to Chicago and, you know, like the Rams did back, uh, when they went back to LA. But mm-hmm. I just can't, I can't imagine it. I can't imagine. It's like where I'm from, Leeds. Our main soccer team, Leeds United, we just have one club for the whole city. And I can't imagine, you know, us having two professional football clubs. It'd be very, very weird. And I just can't mm-hmm. imagine it happening in Chicago at all. Yeah, yeah no. I, Go ahead. I, I don't even know. Like, if it was an expansion team, like Chris was saying, I I don't know how you would get fans in there. I mean, it's an, it's an old stadium. The last time it was updated was 2002. Is Chicago going to renovate it again before they bring – if they bring in another team – or are you they just going to be like all the yep. iron top fellas? You're 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 not telling me that if the if you you you're a Bears fan and you're fu- the organization's been around for 102 years now and for the last fucking 37 8 9 of it they've sucked ass and haven't done shit. You wouldn't take that as an opportunity to Chicago and to jump on the bandwagon of a new oh. Yeah. I definitely Ball would. Team. Don't play me. Dude, what if that's I mean, a what Jesus Christ, Christ, you've been through fucking hell and back. Dude, what I'd if that's a shot to like the, that? Yeah. What if that's a shot to the McCaskey family? The sh- Chicago gets an <laughs> AFC team and they call it the Chicago Staley's. <laughs> because the fucking McCaskey's moved and they name it the Staley's. And they're just like, whatever. I mean, that's going to generate. Some buzz, like people are gonna want, like whatever they're gonna fucking. It's gonna generate a rivalry, even though it's an AFC. Oh and yeah, NFC definitely team. be a rivalry game. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, playing dirty. I I like James's idea there with uh, bring the cards back to Chicago and and make oh, them an yeah. AFC. But I don't know if they're. I mean, their market. They're they're They've pretty big. They're pretty fucking over big in up there. Yeah. They're mean, sustainable. You talk about a new stadium and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's it's a beautiful, beautiful stadium too. But be a perfect I mean, time, bro. By the, yeah. by the Jaguars out, they <laughs> they want to go. They want to go to London, right? They want to yeah, go to London and be <laughs> Well, <laughs> speaking of that, add, add in London in there, and, and Chris, I know we we got you on, so this is perfect for you. But the Bears last week were just granted Spain and the UK as their yeah. international markets. Oh yeah, I uh, saw that. Yeah, I saw it this week, and uh, it makes yeah. me quite happy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I think uh, with the international series, they're on about playing some games in Germany as well, which is actually uh, American football is actually more popular in Germany than it is a mm. real their domestic league is at quite a high level. I think a few a few of the domestic players from Germany have actually got into the NFL. Uh, I think that's just down to you know, having a lot of the army bases there um, from after World War Two. But, uh, yeah, I'm quite happy with that. I mean, I don't really know what it's going to happen or what does it involve. I don't know if it means the Bears are going to play more games over, over in the UK. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm quite, quite happy with it. I don't know if it actually means anything, but I'm quite happy. Yeah. So I was looking into it, too, and basically it's 
they're going to be marketed more and more like more NFL spots and more like right. just kind of pushing and, but they're going to be marketing the bears. Like you were in Chicago, um, oh, kind of really? like, wow. kind of like they would. And it would be England, Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and Spain is the bears market. So right. the NFL will, um, basically help the bears market to those areas. And then there's other teams that were assigned other places, right. um, and it's basically just trying to, you know, international, like make everything international. And they're yeah. like, if, if the Bears were considered a home team at an away game, or not an away game, but at an international game, an overseas game, then they would play in one of those places um, to, you know, and the, to their hometown fans, basically. Um, yeah. Which yeah. is cool. I like it. I think it's fucking cool. I think it's like, you know, there's a lot of fans. There's a lot of great fucking people. There's yeah. a lot of fans, you know, Chris and I mean, George, and there's a bunch of people that we've talked to Brummy that are all like, you know, they're, they're overseas fans, but, but whatever, their fandom is no different than ours. And I think it's like, great. Yeah. I mean, I think, with, but especially the fans over in this country, a lot of the Chicago Bears fans are the people who first got into the NFL when it first came over in the eighties. So that's I think that's probably why the pits the UK is one of their you know one of the regions they want to really push uh, because a lot of fans who have been fans like me for thirty plus years ever since the mid eighties and uh, I do yeah. remember when the Bears first played an international game in Wem at Wembley and it, I got quite emotional and you know you know what you know as English we you know stiff up our lips so we don't really get emotional that much but I just it was just that moment when I think it was. Um, Fourteen run onto the pitch before the game. They ran onto the pitch with a, a Union Jack flag and all the players come after. And I actually got <laughs> quite 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 emotional, man. You know what I mean? Because like when I was like in my teens, I, I couldn't imagine that happening at all. You know that was like so far far away from what I thought we'd ever get. You know NFL football over here. So I did get quite emotional for the change. You know what I mean? We don't usually get emotional over here, but I did do in that instance. Yeah, definitely. I was just, I kind of pulled it up as, as you were talking there. So it's basically uh, the Bears have been awarded Spain and the UK for international markets where they'll be allowed to engage with fans and sell sponsorship rights. Um, right. And then, and I don't know what, um, so how's it go for you? Do you need NFL ticket to watch games? Well, based on the midway, I, I watched this like uh, the main sort of satellite uh, programmer is Sky TV. And they, they actually have in their sports package, they actually have an NFL uh, channel. So basically we get uh, three games on Sunday. That's including yeah. the Sunday night game. We get the Monday night game and then the Thursday night game as well. And then we get all the playoffs and all that. So that's where a lot of people, that's where a lot of people have been watching the football through. And then obviously you can get the uh, game pass, the NFL yeah. game pass to watch it. Um, yeah. But the only time I've seen the Bears this year on Sky is when they've been, you know, the national the national stage games like the Sunday night games and the night games. So it's been, it's been far and few, even though we've been losing, it's just been a bit hard going sometimes. Well, if yeah. this is correct, um, and I, I mean, I don't know that it is, but if this is correct, then the bears will be your home market. Uh, so you'll get every game you'll have, awesome. you'll have the bears games cause they will be televised there. And that will be those areas that we mentioned before 
uh, will be their home market. So uh -huh. it'll be like it'll be like you're sitting in Chicago and you just and that's the game you're getting every week. That's your area and that's the team that you're getting. So that, congrats, that, to, that, congrats that. to you because I don't even fucking yeah. get that. I'm in North Carolina <laughs> and I gotta pay to fucking watch them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> every year I'm in a fight with fucking NFL ticket. Like fuck you. I've yeah. been purchasing this shit for 16 years. I want it free this year. They're like, hey, right. I'm like, cool. I'm out. And they're like, okay, here we'll give it to you for free. Bobby, you've been to a game this year, haven't you? At Soldiers Field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, I went what to Halloween game. Like? Um, at that point, I would say that it was still the the wheels hadn't totally fell off yet. Right. Right. I would say there was um, it was a it was a lot of fun. People were still uh, excited into and. It. Yeah, and and into it. Um, and granted, it was what maybe roughly a month and a half ago now. But Fields had a great fucking game. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, and even afterwards, there was a lot of uh, you know, like wow, that was Fields. You know, I think he had over 100 yards rushing. He had like yeah. maybe 200 yards passing, 220 yards passing that game. So there was a lot of like, you know, a, nice, a lot of that the Steelers game. It was the Niners game. The Niners game. Okay. Yeah. So there was a lot of excitement and a lot of uh pumped up fans. Nobody yeah. left early. Um, you know, that came down to the to the drives at the end. And and uh and I really even afterwards, like the the prior tailgates, um, with when I, I was with Schaefer and Caesar. I don't know if I haven't seen Caesar in the chat today, but Caesar was with him tailgating and uh and Greg Braggs. We were all hanging out before the game. There was a lot of fun in the parking lots. Um you still got people saying fire Nagy, but whatever, yeah. right? It happens. And then, yeah, and then the atmosphere at the game and post game was was great, man. Uh, oh, good. But I think that's going to be a lot different this week. I honestly yeah, do. I do. Now the, <laughs> the wheels have kind of fell off, so who fucking knows how it's going to be now? Yeah, I mean, the 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 ownership could have changed that atmosphere if they would have. I mean, imagine how many people who are season ticket holders who want to see Nagy gone. If Nagy had been fired, you know, in Green Bay, how many of those fans would be like, I wasn't going to go, but I'll go now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I, I want to, I, we finally see change. I want to go see what we look like with someone else in charge. Uh, but, but they, you know, of course, sit on their hands. Now, I think the last two weeks of the season, you can start interviewing other coaches from other um, teams. So maybe after the Seattle game is when we'll see Nagy actually gone. But yeah, and you know, I just—I mean, I, we're gonna start wrapping it up here in a few minutes. But we didn't really get into the Minnesota game today, and I don't really feel a need to. I think it's gonna be yeah. the same shit we talked about every week. Um, you know, the same. Sh I think we had a better conversations today about other shit than talking about how we're gonna fuck up against Minnesota and and whatever. Um, it seems like you know the same shit over and over again. So. I mean, whatever. I, I think we're going to fucking lose in fucking, you know, either late in the fourth quarter or we're going to get the, the fucking break speed off of us. Um, and that's that's really just how it goes. Um, I'm going to kick it around the room. We'll do shout outs. We'll do uh, I don't even want to do game predictions like fuck. You could tell me if, if you really feel like it, but whatever. I'm I'm going with a loss and uh, embarrassment on primetime primetime fucking 
Kurt is going to destroy us because, <laughs> you know, Sunday Kirk is, is good, but primetime Kurt is going to beat our ass and fucking whatever. <laughs> uh, let's start this thing with Mr. Ryan Kirkland, Billings, KB. Shout out to anything you got to say, dude. Hit it. Oh, man. So, uh, shout out to the fans, of course, man. Shout out to everybody in the ballroom, of course. Uh, shout out to my boy Chris Watts, man. First, first time being on with you, man. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Nice to meet you, Chris. So, uh, I mean, shit, other than that, dog, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it else, bro. <laughs> Cricket. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? No. Shout out uh -oh. to Marvel Studios for that fucking Spider-Man movie because it was amazing. Oh, my God. Okay. That's all right, all right, all right. All right, over to Mr. Aaron Curran, AC in the place to be. What up? Yeah, uh, I know you said no predictions, but I got to do a prediction because that's no, just, I, said if you I feel like to. that's the way I feel like that's We're the way nice you wrap here. up the show. We're I nice mean, here. You know, <laughs> I think I think it's going to be kind of a boring game, honestly, but I think it'll be a close game um, because of primetime Kirk. It's going to come down to who wants it the least. Yeah. And um, I, I, I love to see Justin Fields continue to grow and, and, and learn to read these new these NFL defenses. Vikings have a very good defense, so uh, I think he can learn a lot playing tomorrow. Um, I do think the Vikings end up winning, um, but it is a close game. I'm thinking like 27-24 um, coming down to the last minute. The Vikings have, I think, led in every game and lost, you know, the amount that they've lost. So uh, that goes back to what I was talking about, you know, who wants it the least. Um, so shout out to, uh, my wife, first and foremost, um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to my son. He started Christmas, uh, break yesterday. So he's, he's pretty pumped up. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. The next time we see y'all Christmas is going to be over with or happy Hanukkah or, or whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays, I guess. Uh, yeah, we're, uh. <laughs> I work at Toyota, so we don't uh, do Honda days. So if you uh, if you celebrate Happy Honda days, um, I'm sorry, but uh, Happy Toyota Con to everybody out there. <laughs> go out there, <laughs> go out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that's all I got. Um, my man KB was wearing a Spider Man mask yesterday. If y'all ain't see him on Instagram live, oh, he had the, he had the he had the black mask, and they was out there wilding watching. Oh. The, Hold on, real quick, because that, that that does bring me back to something. I'm sorry, guys. I got I got to bring this up. So, after the movie, we sat in the hall, like in the, the little auditorium area, and uh, people were coming out, of course, because the movie just kept ending across the whole theater. And uh, I can't see shit out these masks. I'm gonna let you know <laughs> that I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> so I, I I can vaguely make out this figure of a of a uh, a black guy. You know, saying probably we probably about the same age. Uh, he looks over to me and he says. Hey, look, it's Spider-Man. So I turn, I'm like, you know, I chuck him the deuces because I can't really see shit. Comes over to me. He says, hey, can my son come say hi to you? Hell yeah, your son come say hi to me. Little three-year-old boy. Uh, I, it probably made my night more than watching the movie. You go down, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, hey, Spider-Man, give him a high five. He tried to hug me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, asked him a couple questions and stuff like that, and it was like you can just see the joy in his face. Oh, and yeah, that, that, I was gonna say, man, that probably made my night more than watching the movie, man. So yeah, I, I had to say that. Had to say that. That's badass, man. Yeah, that's awesome, that's dude. That's the way. Out, yeah, that's the way to do it, man. I got my own Spider-Man costume over here. I think I, I'm still sitting in the in the. Uh, 
or in the closet. But remember a couple of years ago, I had that bitch on. I was going to wear it to the Bears game, but then I was like, you know what? It's going to be fucking cold. I got too much other shit I got to wear. So oh, I, decided, yeah. I decided not to. It'd be fucking freezing my little fucking web slinger off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't, wasn't trying to do that. Uh, but uh, all right, let's kick it over to the special guest, Mr. Chris Watts. Any shout outs or any uh, game predictions you want, Chris? Um, how do you follow that, Bobby? Um, <laughs> how do I follow that? I think I've just got a feeling that we're going to win. I don't know why, and there's no logic in this reasoning at all. But I think we might win 28 to 21. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why, but I've just got a feeling. And um, shouts out is obviously to you guys of the network for letting me come on again. It's been really great speaking to you, Bobby and KB, face to face for the first yes, time. Uh, after watching you for a long, long time, you know, like that sort of long time listener, first time caller sort of vibe. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, just just thank you for the network, man. I know, like, it's 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 hard for us to sort of bring up things because everything's really negative. But I just thought people just hold on, see what happens at the end of the season, and then let's let's get let's have a better season next year. Yeah, definitely, man. And 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 you're right. It's it's great. I mean, we always want the best, right? We want the win. We want we want to keep it going. Um, and there's never a time where I don't want them to win, right? Even last year, or a couple of years ago, we had this talk with the whole fucking two wins, and we're like, just fucking. Do you want them to just lose to get the draft pick, or do you want them to win just because you know whatever? And that's always a big debate, and which is unfortunate for all of us Bears fans, but it's been a debate more times than not. Um, but but definitely, Chris, we love having you on, dude, and and yes. whatever, man. You just fucking if you want, you hang out the rest of the season with us. You know, I felt I am. I felt much that I can do it. So you get yeah, let's do it, brother. Three, four games. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm down 100%. Badge, over to you, brother. Shout outs, fucking predictions if you got them, if you want them. Uh, I mean, the Bulls are playing on Sunday too. So are you watching the Bulls or are you watching the Bears? <laughs> or never mind, because it's Sunday and Monday. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm definitely watching the Bulls tonight. I, you know, I have to find uh, one thing to enjoy, um, you know, in my life. And right now that's the Bulls, even though they haven't played in nine days. Um, yeah. But yeah, I will be watching them tonight. Um, score prediction, it like it matters. Um, you know, as much as I don't want Justin Fields to to play, um, being that he's going to, uh, I just hope he doesn't get hurt and you know loses any time. Uh, you know, to to be healthy for next season. Um, so I I wish for that. Um, you know, I, I just don't think this team. I, I don't want. I don't want to see this team go on a, a a hot streak here. You know, and and all of a sudden we get to this point where they're close to. You know, oh man, yeah. they could finish. You know, yeah, yeah. Eight and, you know, don't, don't give them a reason to bring anybody back. I just don't fucking want any yeah. reason for anything. So. You know, that's the only reason I would draft picks. We don't even have a first rounder. It don't fucking matter. Right. Like, I, I just don't want anybody returning that's that was on this coaching staff in any part of Nagy's tenure. Uh, and sorry to those that really haven't had an impact, but I, I just don't want any uh, any of the same people. Um, shout outs to you guys. Uh, always first and foremost. Um, everybody at the Barroom Network, the chat, man, you, we love having you guys every week. It's so much fun interacting with you. Um, we appreciate it greatly. 
Um, and thank you so much for, for, for tuning into us each and every week. Absolutely, man. I'm going to go out on a limb here with mine. Um, first, let, let me, uh, let me start shout outs first. So, don't, you, don't you do it. Don't you don't fucking you, do it, Bobby. I'm going to, I'm going to do it, dude. <laughs> let me, let me start shout outs first. Uh, first shout out to my daughter, my oldest, Mrs. Audrey. She, uh, graduated college last week, uh, last, last Woo! Saturday, college graduate, you know, congrats to her. And, uh, Hell thank yeah. you. Thank you. So we were out, uh, you know, we had a little Airbnb on the beach and that's why I wasn't here last Sunday because Saturday night, man, we fucking tore it up. But uh, <laughs> either, way, either way, congrats to her on, on graduating and all that. And then shout out, shout out to all you guys, Chris, thanks for joining again, yeah, dude. And, 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 and being part of this with us and it's good having all the boys together, you know, having everybody back in and, and, and all of us on the, on you know, just on the show this morning. Uh, of course, shout out to the Barroom Network, everybody involved with, with here. Now, uh, game predictions. Don't you fucking do it, Bobby. AC, uh, look, look, AC, I get what you were saying, but the Vikings defense is ranked like 27th, man. They're like one of the ranked 32nd. Thank you. Our <laughs> offense, yeah, our <laughs> offense is 32nd, and the Vikings defense is 27th. So I'm gonna go with a field day, man. I'm gonna say Fields fucking shows out that he has a that he has a, a good fucking game. Um, I don't know if I'm hoping Nagy's not calling the plays, and maybe one of these coaches oh. being out, maybe one of these coaches being out with COVID protocols and and this and that, whatever that the the game plan changes or or something. Yeah, I don't Nick, fucking Nick know, Nick man. Foles call the plays. Nick no, Foles. That's Back. fine. I, that's fine with me. Like as long as Nagy ain't doing it, I don't give a fuck. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna. I, I don't think we get the win, but I'm I'm gonna say Fields has a, another good fucking day, another good day of putting things together, uh, another good off offensive attack which is something that we don't really have um i'm gonna say this thing's a shootout i'm gonna say we score over 30 again but we still get the loss um i i think uh if if there's a game to do it it's you know this is i think they're like 28th in pass defense and they just um, released breland who was probably their best corner so i mean yeah. it could happen, you know the shootout thing could happen we might yeah, I still think we get the loss, but I, I want to see. I think it's going to be a good day for Fields. Um, if A. Rob stays in COVID protocols, you know, whatever, we get another chance to look at, you know, get get some more evaluations on on these guys who might not be here next year, or they might decide their fate for next year. Um, so I'm, I mean, whatever. I just want to see a good game. I want to, I want to see development, and that's something that we've always talked about is not something you see out of these Bears. Um, so, so, you know, that, that's really it. If you're still in the chat, if you're still hanging with us to the very end, smash the <coughs> like, smash the like, the like button, subscribe to the bar room, uh, get all the updates on everything like that. Uh, we got the fantasy football goon coming up next. They're going to have their mm-hmm. show and, you know, playoff ready, baby. It's time yeah. to be playoff ready. There's only a couple weeks left, depending on Lamar what kind Jackson of league. might not be playing. So if he drove yeah. you to the playoffs, you might need to find somebody else. Yeah. And all these COVID protocols, possible fucking game time decisions type shit man it's gonna be rough so make sure you tune into that tune into fantasy football goon next um it's you know it's it it might get you paid there might be a special little little uh secret there uh but then again thank you to everybody for joining us greatly appreciate you guys hanging with us on a fucking four and nine team you know love seeing this thing packed and and you know hopefully this place stays packed and soldier field is empty so there's more reason to fucking fire everybody uh love you all fucking bear down bear down bear down